Americans, it looks like some things have changed. Are we doing a good enough job teaching our children what America is and what she represents? If you want an abortion, get one! Younger parents aren't sure that an appreciation of America is the right thing to teach modern children. We're not going to make America great again. It was never that great. When I drive into a neighborhood and there are American flags, it's a message of white supremacy. I'm warning of an eradication of the American memory that could result in an erosion of the American spirit. We need to completely dismantle the police department. If we forget what we did, we won't know who we are. We've got to do a better job of getting across that America is free, and freedom is special and rare. Freedom of speech, freedom of religion, freedom of enterprise. As long as we remember our first principles and believe in ourselves, the future will always be ours. Ours was the first revolution in the history of mankind that truly reversed the course of government and with three little words, we the people. We the people are free. fellow domestic terrorists it is tuesday another episode of we the people radio i'm your host james and joining me as always is my good looking friend i'll be nice today my friend alan jacoby what's going on dude what's going on good looking afternoon yeah fucking gotta be nice every once in a while you know mix it up well yeah i guess you're in a good mood you you, you went to the gym yeah i I went to my my daily white supremacy meeting you fluffed Um, some dudes in the locker room yep that's exactly what i did yeah, uh, I found out pre-show, guys. I found out right before the show that Alan has added a new one to the list, and uh, I sent him a video of Lizzo, and he now wants to see her naked and see her actually under boobs. This sick fuck. Listen, I, I've I've decided I don't, I don't know if I can be friends with him anymore. I don't care who it is: fat, skinny, no legs, too no legs. You might have something because it's something I never seen. I, I don't. If it if it wants to get undressed, I'm going to stare at it. Like it doesn't matter. One leg shorter than the other. You know, maybe her name is Eileen. She's got a wooden leg. Her name is Peg. You know, my I had a Spanish uh, I had a Sp- I had a Spanish house cleaner once. She had no legs. Her name is Consuelo. Wait a second. This is real. <laughs> it went right over your head. <laughs> She had no legs. Her name was Consuelo. Oh, <laughs> yep, way over my head. Ah. We already know how retarded I am. I'm fucking dumb. It's but, right. but we got an action-packed show for you guys today. Lots to talk about. 
Before we do, shout out to our sponsors, Kush Creams, number one topical in the game, 21-time Cannabis Cup Award winning. This stuff won 21 Cannabis Cups for a reason. I use this every single day, especially right after I go and do my daily white supremacy work at the gym. Uh, really helps with the aches and pains. So go to kushcreams.com, code GREAT1776, or WPRUSA for 15% off. Also, pick up your favorite smokes at mypatriotcigars.com. These cigars are unfucking believable they are the best cigars around, everybody. The best. No, they really are. They really are. The Mark 48, if you're a daily smoke, if you like to smoke on a regular basis, I could I, I could smoke a, a Mark 48 every single day. They're unbelievably delicious, uh, magically delicious, like some Lucky Charms over here. Um, but go to MyPatriotCigars.com, code WPRUSA for 15% off your order. Pick up a sample pack. Pick up a full box. Uh, the, the warm weather is right around the corner, hopefully. So you get out in the golf course having a nice smoke. Nothing beats a Patriot cigar while you're doing some white supremacy work on the golf course because that's going to be the next thing that they go after. Um, Anything exercise. Exercising is rooted in, in white supremacy. So whatever you're doing exercise-wise, you are a racist, a white supremacist. Actually – you asked me what um, <clears throat> I did this afternoon, and I, I actually before the actually, show, and I actually did something. Um, what did you do, Alan? Tell us. I'm, I'm officially old. Well, we know this. You're an old no, fuck. No, officially, because today I went and I got an eye exam, and I have two pairs of glasses coming tomorrow. I need glasses for night driving. I need glasses for seeing. I'm I'm nearsighted. So, like, everything across the room is now blurry to me. So, I am officially old. Yep. Alex, not only are you five foot nothing, you're fat, but you're now old as well. Five foot nothing, I'm fat, and but I'm going to have really cool Oakley eyeglasses. So, no, you got to get the old, the old Ray-Ban, the thick frame that's what you got to rock. Be like Clark Kent out in this bitch. No, I'm going to get the uh, – I'm, I'm actually, for when I have to dress up, I'm going to get the round black frame Roger Stone glasses. Oh, the big ones? Those are fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Those are great. Like your, uh, I'm going to get those. Like your what's-his-name in, in, that, in that movie, Up? Or is it Up or is it Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs, the guy with the big fucking bug-eyed I don't, glasses. Watch, I don't watch stupid fucking meat, like meatball movies because actually, I'm, I'm an adult. I'm an you adult. Do a bit of acid, you do a little bit of acid and you watch one of these movies, you'll really enjoy yourself. I'm telling you right now. You should give it. Isn't that movie up with all the balloons where they yeah, tie yeah. to the house and they float yeah, around? To the house and it floats around. And then Cloudy with a chance of meatballs is like some meatballs falling out of the sky, spaghetti sauce, and you're tripping your dick off. And all of a sudden you're like, holy shit, what Not is going on? Yeah. It's, it's a lot of fun, dude. You should, you should live a little bit. Stop being a fucking stick in the mud and be an old grouchy old man because you got glasses now and yeah i'm gonna start i'm gonna have to really start acting the part now really old i'm gonna start screaming back in my day day, alan yeah yeah you're gonna be like what's his name in grand torino uh in grand torino that's gonna be you and fuck in a couple days in your glasses land (laughs) i'm gonna be yelling i'm gonna be yelling at black kids like walking past my house like because you know what? You know what I've realized, Alan? Now I know why you want to see Nancy Pelosi's tits and Lizzo naked because you can't see shit. You can't fucking see. So That's once you get true. glasses and you actually see what you're looking at, you might change your fucking mind. I'm gonna try it. I'm gonna put glasses on and look up. I'm gonna I'm gonna look up naked pictures of Lizzo and see. See what, what see if that was the issues. <laughs> you just don't get it. You just don't get it. When you drive past a car accident on the highway 
I hate you. I, you're one of the rubbernecks. Fuck you. I don't know. No, no, I don't rubberneck. I have it down to a science. I don't rubberneck. I think anyone who slows down to look at it is a moron, and you deserve to flip your car a hundred times, get decapitated, and die. No, you glance, and and then you and you keep it moving. You don't slow down and stop your brakes and be a looky loo. No, but you know you see something happen. And you just have to stare at it. I'm not saying stop your car and stare yeah. at it. It's the same way with the the car if, there's, if there's a cop car on the side of the road with no one pulled over, they stop to look. Oh, what's going on over there? No, the best is when there's a cop engaged in a traffic stop already there. Engaged, not going anywhere, not coming to chase your ass. And all you see is brake lights and everybody's slowing down. Because they think miraculously this cop all of a sudden is going to come after them. He's already writing a ticket for somebody, you fucking moron. He's got somebody pulled over already. He's not coming after you. So can you just keep driving? Can you just keep going? You don't have to go from 50 to 30 in a 65, retards. In the left lane. <laughs> in the left lane. I hate that. I hate that. <laughs> I, uh, listen, dude, moving out west, I, I really gained an appreciation for East Coast drivers. I really did. Uh, you know, but driving back on the East Coast is a different animal. Uh, people don't yeah. give a fuck on the road, especially if you go to New York City. Like, if you're from the middle of the country or somewhere outside of New York City, for that matter, and you go to New York City and drive for the first time, yeah. you're not going to know what to do. Like, you're going to freak out. I'll never forget I had a buddy from Idaho come out and visit. Like, country boy, real country boy. And uh, we went to the city, and he lost his wallet while we were in the city. And I was like, dude, I'm not driving back into the city, dude. It's not happening. He's like, yeah. All right, I'm, I'll drive back myself. I'll go. And he drove in. He's like, dude, how the fuck do you do this? Like, I, I literally thought I was going to fight everybody. The, I thought I was going to die by a taxi cab. The taxi cab was going to run me over because uh, they don't care. They they want they want to hit you. Um, Meanwhile, I'm okay with driving in New York. So last year when I drove down to Florida, right, and I'm like driving around Fort Lauderdale and shit, and I'm on the highways, and I'm over here doing, you know, 80 miles an hour and there were cars blowing me away like like just all and and all over the place you know like what the fuck yeah it's no joke yeah florida's florida drive like assholes they don't care yeah but you have to think florida is mostly uh transports from new york and new jersey <laughs> it's a lot of transports <laughs> I don't know. know. I don't know. Nobody's driving in New York like they were driving in Florida. It was a completely different well, first animal. Off, first off, New York City, you can't drive like that. It's not possible. It's too much traffic. But even in the suburbs, like where I am on Long Island, like well, even nobody's depends, driving like that. Depends on what time of the day. It depends on what time of the day because there's a lot of traffic. There's a lot. It's a lot more congestion in New York and New Jersey than there is. Like 287 is packed all the time. Route 46 packed. There was a lot of traffic. There was a lot of traffic. Like there was a, there was no less traffic. Where I was driving in Florida or on their highways than there was back home. It was just like there was an extra two lanes of highway and people were driving like lunatics, like complete lunatics. Yeah, I mean, they don't. I've seen more serious accidents, like head on collisions, flipped cars, like actually witnessed the accidents in the four years I've been in, almost five years I've been in Las Vegas. Yeah, I did in my entire life. Like people don't know how to drive. If it rains, it drizzles at all. Forget about it. Like it's a lock. Like you can't. You guys are gonna die. People are gonna flip their cars. There's gonna be serious accidents going on. Like Vegas is a different different animal because it's it's 
24-7. Like, New York is 24-7, but it's not a party town. Like, it's more business and, like, people actually getting shit accomplished. Like, mm. people are drunk at 7 in the fucking morning driving around Las Vegas, like, hammered, fucking wasted. Like, every hour of the day, there's wasted drivers driving around. And the, the lines in the middle of the road, like, to separate the lanes, they're all raised. So, what you, you know, if you, <laughs> if you go into another lane, it's like hitting bumps. Wow. It's like you're hitting curbs, but it's the lines in the street just to tell yeah. you, hey, 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 Drunko, get back in your lane. Oh, yeah, get, get your shit correct. Get your shit correct. <laughs> Alan, we got a lot of stuff going on. There's been uh, a lot of action going on in the first couple days of a uh, Republican majority, Kevin McCarthy, House of Speaker, Congress. And uh, a lot of it sounds really good. Like we're, we're hearing all that. We're seeing all the headlines. We're seeing everything happen and, and unfold. And it sounds really good. Like it, it gets a lot of people, especially uninformed people, very excited about what's going on. Uh, kind of like the lip service that we've been getting from these GOP cucks for, for years now. And uh, it, it, I, I do want to say, I do want to say, I give them credit for actually doing it, for actually putting it on the table. Yeah. We, all, we all know, we all know this is a dog and pony show just to to rally the base and say, hey, see, we're actually fighting for you guys. We're actually doing something. So I, I, I'll agree with part of that because if, if people have to understand how it works, we only have the majority in the House. Mm-hmm. And if like if we won the Senate, it would be game on with the exception of when we want it to pass, there would be obviously – Joe Biden would have the power of the veto and he would probably use it often. So <clears throat> we're, we're locked. However, we're, they were able to do things. They're able to do things that they weren't able to do. Like, let's just say form committees to expose things. I mean, well, we'll get into that. Yep. Right. But, but like people have to realize like when, when they say, no, everybody, they're not yeah, doing away with income tax. No. They want to they want to defund the, the eighty seven thousand IRS agents, which is great. However, it's most likely not going to pass the Senate unless, of course, some moderate Democrats. Agree. I'd be surprised if it passes in the House. Well, it'll pass in the House because you will get every Republican to vote for it. You will. You, you, you'll, mm. So you you'll they will show that they will show it because here's the thing. Here's what leadership wants right now. They want it to go to the Senate. They know it's going, most of these things are going to fail flat up, be flat on their face in the Senate, but it also shows that what the Democrats are really about. Like, hey, Republicans want uh, 87,000 IRS agents stricken, defund it. It's going to go to the Senate. All the Republicans are going to vote for it, and the Democrats aren't. And we're going to say, Hey, look what we have going on here. Mm-hmm. Okay. They want big government. They don't care about the American people. <clears throat> yes, a lot of optics, but there's a lot of things that they're going to be doing um, that they are doing that will again show us more. It'll confirm things we already know and it'll show us more. The well, various committees. To people like you and I, Alan, it'll confirm things that we already know to people like you and I who pay, pay hyper close attention and to the people that listen to the show because we, we cover it in, in great detail. But the people that are not paying attention, they're only paying attention during election season or they, they're headline researchers and look at the headlines, even on the Republican side, the, the conservative side, there's so many of them, the, the normie MAGA conservatives. 
uh, that still watch Fox News on a daily basis and idolize people like Sean Hannity and and, and Cucker Carlson. Um, it, 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 people see these things and they get excited and they're like, oh, wow, they're actually doing something. And I agree, the committees are going to be huge. I am very, very excited for a church style committee. I am very excited for, for what that entails. Like uh, uh, Ernie Gosar was, was, was talking about it. Um, he's going to be in, in investigating, not just, not just that he plans on bringing investigations, not just for the, the church style committee that they, they pass. It's going to be looking into the January 6th, the FBI's involvement in January 6th, the elections, the COVID and Twitter situation. It's a, it's a huge, massive uh, investigation that we should find out some tangible evidence that we'll be able to use against the, the FBI. And, Ernie Gosar is saying that we're going to conduct an investigation in the attempted coup by Trader General Mark Milley and Pelosi on January 6th. Like these are invest. I don't expect arrests or or any. Yeah, and nobody uh, should. Nobody no. should. Well, people do. That's the problem. People do. They want arrests. So I'm like, you're not going to get them. You're not. You're. You're, you're going to. You're, you're going to be able to, to to get more information to validate what we know. But I mean, who knows? There, there may be. I don't want to say that you're not going to see any arrests. I don't. I don't. You might see indictments. You might see. Uh, who knows? You know, the wheels move very slow. But it doesn't matter. It's expose them all. Mm -hmm. You know, there's going to be a select committee on uh, on investigating China and 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 their dealings in a lot of things. Mm -hmm. um, you know, everybody again. Oh, you know they're they're fired. They filed articles of impeachment against uh, Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas. It's like this is one thing <clears throat> that I know I wanted to see. I want to see an Merrick Garland, but realize they're not going anywhere because the Senate it's going to die in the Senate. You know, it like it did when they did with with Donald Trump. It's the same exact situation like it what? got through the house all the democrats were cheering like yeah we got him we did it and they did that side by side walk to senate chambers and waited 30 days to make yeah. this big spectacle of it and then it got to the senate and it got shot down it's the same exact thing but it's it is good because it is again showing this is what this is what the american people on you know, that's what conservatives want. Maybe it's what some independents want, and and we'll we'll garner that support. And it, again, it's it's good things, but we have to be realistic and realize that where the government right now it's it's so it, it's it's compartmentalized. It's you have your house, you have your senate, and there's there's no there's no it's majority in the senate. Done that way by design. Keep that in mind. It's to keep keep certain branches in check from getting gaining too much power and, and well, that's checks and balances but i'm just no i'm just saying what i mean is if we had the majority in the senate we would you would see things getting to biden's desk and then seeing him veto it. Out what, whatever he could veto but remember also an american president cannot oh, be just just politically veto every single thing that's going to come from a Republican held House and Senate. Now, it's, it's never going to win. It's not. He can, not but, but, he, but they, they won't. It, it, a president won't. It's not 80, 80 executive orders reversing all of Donald Trump's 
uh, right, but he, that's easy, that's yeah. easier to do than veto every single bill that passed the House and Senate that now is going to the president to be signed into law. That's worse political optics than just canceling a of bunch course. of executive orders because now the American people, like we voted for these people to represent us. We're happy that they're putting these bills they're voting on these bills and we want them to be into law. And now we have a president that is refusing to do any move, make any moves in a positive direction. I, I agree with you. The optics don't look good. I agree that it's, 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 it's harder to spin with those optics, but I think they're at the point where they don't give a fuck about the optics, Alan. Like they don't care. Like look, look at the response to what we found out uh, late, late yesterday uh, about Joey Bag of Donuts and, and University of Penn in China and his response. Like that they don't care. They, well, they don't they don't have to care because they have the media that's protecting them. And, of and, they, can, and they can push a narrative <clears throat> and they can go on Twitter and have all of their sick liberals out there that have five and seven hundred and a million followers who aren't even political figures but are paid by left wing organizations to tweet this yeah, narrative. The White House directly. And to push it and to push it, um, you know, oh, like they're they're going through what? Well, well, who did it worse, Joe Biden or Donald Trump? Well, Donald Trump did it worse because the subpoena he ignored and this and that and everything else. Meanwhile, they're missing the whole thing is he was vice president of the United States. The building they were founded was funded by China, and not only that, not only that. But as a vice president, you don't have the power to declassify anything. So, and then so you just sat there for six years. Just Who's sat sorry? there and, and just miraculously came out right after the midterms. Uh, <laughs> before, before we die, because I want to I want to talk about that in, in great te- detail, but I, I want to circle back t- to what's going on on the, the House floor right now, because people are getting very excited. Like I see all over social media, like everybody's sharing uh, the the fact that the GOP is voting, just voting, which is good. Bringing a vote to the table that we're going to abolish the IRS and uh, and get rid of the income tax and make it a flat tax, uh, which I I love that idea. I love it. I think that that that's necessary. And I I get rid of income tax completely. We don't need it. We get taxed everywhere else. It was only supposed to be a wartime tax to begin with. The IRS has been weaponized multiple times against the American citizens. It's it's way past time to disband that that agency and that organization. But let's be real, Alan. That is never going to happen for the reasons that we stated earlier. And people need to realize this. This is headline fishing. They are trying to play with your emotions because it sounds great. You see the headline, like even me knowing how the process works, I see the headline. I'm like, yeah, that's, that's fucking great. I would love it. I don't, I don't, I don't. So they're not doing it for the headline. And I, I, I get what you're saying. And, and people have to realize like, why they're, they're whole, they're, they're holding people accountable for the shitty decisions that they make. Again, it's politics. They want the American people to know, especially their base. Look at how these sick, evil Democrats are voting. They want nothing but government control, government overreach. Mm-hmm. They want all of your money. And then the only argument they have is, well, they're 
if if they don't have 87,000 IRS agents, they're adding $114 billion to the deficit because some stupid survey says so. No, that's not the case. Why do people want to pay so much in taxes? Find me all of these people that want to pay all this tax. Find me all of these people that want less money in their bank accounts. And if they're going to vote that this no, we're we're against it. We want these eighty-seven thousand IRS agents. We want this. We want that. And they're flooding their base with the help of the of the propaganda arm of the left, the mainstream media, with all of the you know the hundred and fourteen billion dollar deficit. And the Republicans only want to take care of their billionaire friends. Hey, hey, morons! The billionaires out there are only using the tax laws that they voted on and put in place to their advantage without breaking the law. Like Donald Trump detailed it in the debates against Hillary Clinton. He's like, yeah, of course I did that. But you guys put, put those laws in place. Like you guys put them there so you can funnel money back to yourselves. Like I'm, of course I'm going to use them. Uh, You don't, you don't want to talk about it because you don't want to know that you guys, they don't, you don't want them to know that you guys are the ones that put it in there. So you could cheat the system. It's. Yeah, we need, we need, People need to see this happening because, again, let the vote start on 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 resolutions, on bills. Because let's let's show everyone how these idiots on the left are going to vote for some really messed up stuff. Like we, this is this whatever it is. This is something uh, all American people want. Like we we want less government overreach. And the Republicans are proposing it, whatever it might be. And the Democrats are over here, rah, rah, rah. No, govern me harder, daddy. We're going to vote no. And then it's going to go to the Senate and the Republicans are going to be like, yeah, this is what we need. And the Democrats are going to vote no. And I think that's a very valid point, Alan. I, I, that's something that I didn't even, I didn't even think about earlier. Um, and I think that that does make a lot of sense as far as the the court of public opinion and waking up Ameri- uh, uh, independence people that still haven't seen how corrupt the these democrats are because we're getting taxed at a, at a rate that our founding fathers are probably rolling over in their grave about like it's it's disgusting how much tax dollars and let's keep it 100 alan what are they actually doing with our tax dollars. We don't have good roads. We don't have a good infrastructure. Our schools are going to shit. They're falling apart. Our food is poison. Our water is poison. Everything that our tax dollars should be going to to benefit the, the American people, it is not. Like nowhere, nowhere to be found. It's but going also, to Ukraine. Right. But, all, but also a lot of that, like, like l- l- let's just take water. I don't want the federal government doing anything with my water system. Like I want my local municipalities dealing with my water system. I want my local taxes to go to that. If they do federal grants for, for, for uh, projects, fine. Like I don't want the federal government doing that much in the, in the, in the local settings at all. That's, that's what we have States for. That's what I have to, we have townships for, and that's why we pay all these local taxes. But when you have something like, when you when you passed a one point seven trillion dollar omnibus bill, and two hundred million dollars of that is going to the Appalachian Regional Commission, which is run and chaired by Senator Joe Manchin's wife, and she's getting a salary of one hundred and sixty thousand dollars a year. What the fuck is the Appal- Appalachian Regional Commission? <clears throat> and you're 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 spending almost four million dollars on a hiking trail. For big Mike Obama, you know, 
Big Mike. And then the money that's going to Ukraine and the money, I mean, $10 million to Pakistan for gender studies. Like we, we go on and on and on about the, the ridiculousness uh, that they spend our tax dollars on Uh, enough is enough. And uh, I, I think if the American public sees the voting, I think that'll be a major red pill for a lot of people. Because I think I think it doesn't matter across party lines. Everybody agrees that our taxes are way too high. They're they're absurdly high. The rent is too damn high. <clears throat> and I actually I wanna say that. I I, I, I do. I do. But I, these do good liberals, these fucking do good liberals, these suburban moms that uh you know live on their high horse and they they virtue signal and they 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 wanna act like they're 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 so good. Like, oh, you know, I don't I don't mind being taxed. It's it's my part of contributing to society. Like, this is what being part of society. This is how my father always would would discuss with me. He's like, oh, it's part of living in society. Like, this is this is what you have to do. You have to pay taxes. You have you have to pay. You have to pay 20, 20, 20 percent or more of everything you 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 work hard for. Sometimes a lot more. 48% 48% where I was from in New for, Jersey. For, for just, just this is what you do in society. Yep. So small business owners, <clears throat> I'm not talking about billionaires, small business owners who have successful businesses, you know, they should have to pay hundreds and thousands of dollars in taxes because they have a successful business and Uncle Sam needs his piece. Meanwhile, Amazon gets tax breaks every year. Walmart gets tax breaks every year. They know how to manipulate the laws. Yes. Listen, every every successful business owner knows how to do it. And you're not cheating your taxes. You're not breaking the law. There are things you can do. Uh, like I, we had spoken about this in, in order in order to 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 alleviate this unbelievable tax burden that's expected. All right. It is completely obscene. And the only reason, well, one of the big reasons why middle class America cannot get a piece of upper class America is because of our federal government taxing the shit out of everything. Fisting everybody. Yes. Just just and and even 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 states. But even even certain states, they, they they shove it up your ass. Absolutely, but but and what's crazy is like a lot of people say, well, why doesn't my accountant know these things? Well, the accountants aren't taught these things a lot in a lot of cases, or the accountants know about them and don't want to tell you because their entire industry revolves around you going to them to pay taxes. Like that's their entire entire industry. They get a ch- they 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 get paid just j- to to do your taxes. Why why would they want to get rid of taxes? Because there's no need for uh, uh not a not a giant need for accountants like there are right now with no income tax. No one's going to H and R Block. No one's going to fucking uh all, t- Turbo Tax to do their taxes. I mean, you know, you know, if if you're if you're just a regular nine to five worker and you don't have crazy expenses, you shouldn't be paying an accountant thousands of dollars for doing your taxes anyway. Go to a tax preparer, do it yourself online, and 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 call it a day. You know, if if you're a business owner, you're paying your taxes quarterly because you'd never be able to just pay them all in one shot because of the amount of taxes that you have to pay. Then you have your payroll tax, you have this tax, you have that tax. It's everything, and 
<clears throat> you know, yeah, it's, it's economics. get fucked. You know, it's it, it, it's it's economics. If 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 my tax burden is increasing, then I'm passing it along to you in whatever I'm selling or the services I'm providing. Like mm-hmm. I, what I, I'm just as a business owner, I'm just yeah. supposed to take the loss and not increase the prices of my services and 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 products because. I want to, I want to take care of the customer. Well, yeah, I want people to buy from me, but the government is raping me. Mm-hmm. Government's raping me. This is how they collapse small business. This is how they, they, they start Like the China virus played a, a major role in, in destroying a lot of small business and bringing in big corporation monopolies. Um, look at all the businesses that went out in the, across the country, but especially in the tri-state area where it's a majority of mom and pop shops. Uh, so many that have been around since you know the early 1900s, family-owned and operated. So I know businesses that were around since the 1940s, and they literally, like, either the tail end of COVID or during COVID, like, hey, we got to shut it down. We got like, we got to shut it down. These places were around forever. There were restaurants near me. They couldn't get people to work, and you had like these this 80-year-old couple who owned the restaurant that was busting tables and waiting tables because they couldn't get anybody to work because these assholes were sitting home cashing their stimulus checks because they were getting paid more money staying at home by design by mm. design they were doing that yep and 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 they shut down these small businesses wouldn't let you work while home depot walmart all these big box stores were able to operate at full capacity the entire time you can go to any of those stores and no one's going to bother you but you can't right. go to the local the local grocery store or the convenience store the bodega at the corner uh, the salon, you can do any of that. And, and those small businesses, guess what they still have to do? They still have to pay their taxes. They still have to pay their lease, their rent, their every, everything that, that, that went along with owning that business didn't go away except for the customers and the income. Yeah. And a lot of that has to do with the taxes, why they went under and, 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 and couldn't, couldn't continue a lot of it. It wasn't the, the the main contributor, but a very a very big piece of it was they were getting buried by having to pay the federal government with no income coming in. Right. It's 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 uh, uh, they're stuck between a rock and a hard place, and it's really sad. So I I agree with that your your take, Alan, that it is good for the American public to see the the, the voting record of these people, but at the same time. I'm very concerned with the fact that Kevin McCarthy, one of the first things that he did is he removed all the C-SPAN cameras out of the people's house. Well, yeah, I, I, I think that's, that happens all the time. They're in there for, uh, they, 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 they have the, the government feeds, I believe. Uh, but I think that that, and that's nothing abnormal. That's really, <sighs> they should, they, 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 in the name of transparency, they should really, keep them in there and, and, and allow the dibble, deliberations to be broadcast. And well, I, I, it, it might be, it might also might be a matter of like security issues and stuff because you can't say that they're not, but that's what the committees are for. Well, you say that they're not, you can't say that they're not televised because they are. I mean, I'm not really going to nitpick because C-SPAN's cameras aren't in there anymore. Like, you know, yeah. it's, no, I'm, not, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm just, yeah, putting it out, I'm just putting it out there that, you know, you, you you want us, you want to show the American public what these people are about, but then you remove the cameras that will allow the American public. Let's be real. The average American is not watching C-SPAN. The average American is not sitting there and like, all right, let's turn on C-SPAN and see what our Congress is up to today. 
um, what what hearings are going through. Like, I, I I'd, I'd love to take a peek at their ratings and see how much viewership they get on a daily basis. Yeah, uh, maybe you, you could look it up. I mean, I, uh, I I wouldn't know. I mean, I watched I watched all the votes on C-SPAN because they had they had the better coverage, and they had the coverage yeah, without the stupid commentary from people. So. I watch the impeachment trials on C-SPAN. You know, there's certain things yeah. that I watch on C-SPAN for sure. But uh, I'd be very interested to see if that is a uh, normal thing or if this is something that's new, because uh, it doesn't seem doesn't seem normal to me. But you, you may I, think, I think more people should concentrate on not. Here's another thing I'm having a little bit of a problem with, and I'm not a fan of Kevin McCarthy. And I've said for the longest time, everywhere I've been with a microphone in front of me that we don't want Kevin McCarthy to be the Speaker of the House. Well, guess what? He is Speaker of the House, made several concessions, and there was there were deals that were brokered, and there were good deals that were brokered. Our and, favorite. It because, and it was because of those 20 people that held out. So <clears throat> that is good. And I, I don't – you. hey, everybody, we don't want Kevin McCarthy to fail, okay? As much as we hate him and dislike him and don't trust him, you don't want him to fail because if he fails and we have to go back to a vote, we're back to square one and we are working backwards. Yes. He knows if he messes up, it takes one member to, to, to call a revote. He knows that. He mm -hmm. knows the concessions he made. He knows what's at stake, especially his political career at this moment in time. And I think with the right pressure and direction, I'm hoping that he'll do good, but we can't sit there and say, oh, I hope this guy fucking no, I, fails. Because no, good point, Alan. We, then, then, then it all fits. Let's let it play out. We have because <clears throat> realize people, we're getting we're getting what we want with committees and spots and yes. the freedom caucus involved. If we root for the failure of this guy. That all goes away and has to change again because it's all null and void. Alan, you're you're 100 right, um, and it, I pray that Kevin, Mc like we said yesterday on the show, we said it yesterday. I said I pray. I don't think that this is the case. I do not think that this is a reality. But I pray and I hope that it is that 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 it is. Kevin McCarthy could be a sleeper. He could be actually working with Donald Trump and working with patriots to improve our country and was playing his role beforehand it's very possible now, i just think kevin mccarthy is towing the line and he knows where his political career is at a crossroad and he's going to he's going to i i believe uh do a lot of what the freedom caucus and donald trump is going to direct him to do i believe that i i agree and i, I think they got him stuck they got him stuck i think they have something on him especially the one vote was a major a major ruling and a major concession that kind of puts him between a rock and a hard place um and 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 same thing with with joey bag of donuts like as much as we dislike joey bag of donuts and as much as we expected him to do a shit job and expected him to be a traitor and evil fuck I wanted him to do good. Like I, I, I want our country to thrive. I don't care who the who, what party the leader is from. If they're doing good for the American public, that's that's what needs to be done. The, the yeah. chances of that happening are very slim. Same thing with Kevin McCarthy. The chances are a little better with Kevin McCarthy doing good because of the concessions that were made uh, than J Joey Bag of Donuts. But at the same time, I have no faith. But we did get some major wins, Alan, and you can see they're panicking. They 
are panicking big time. Uh, look, look at some of the responses from the left about uh, the GOP. I'm anxious, just like you are, to find out what is in this secret document. I mean, the rules package that we voted on tonight was bad enough. It was a total giveaway to the most extreme elements of the Republican conference. But clearly, it wasn't enough to win those votes over. I mean, we went through four days and 15 votes before Kevin McCarthy became speaker. So there are a lot of goodies in that uh, in that addendum. And I asked repeatedly on the House floor of my Republican colleagues, tell me what you got. Show us the addendum. And look, and it's not just bad that, uh, you know, he negotiated this secret backroom deal in the dead of night. But what's even worse oh. is who he negotiated it with. Uh, the people who uh, represent the most fringe elements of the Republican conference, the people who are election deniers. They did not succeed in stealing the 2020 election, but they did effectively succeed in stealing the speaker's office from Kevin McCarthy. He may have the office, but they have the power. They are very scared. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah. about the concessions that were made. Every time these people, they're just pissed off that Donald Trump is involved. The Freedom Caucus is 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 getting a few, a few seats here and there. That the committees that they're they're forming are not in line with what they want. They're just they're, they're beating their chest and and hoping for the best. So of course they're going to spin the narrative and downplay everything. Oh, this is extreme. This is extreme. The election deniers. Enough with the election denying bullshit because I can sit there and make a list of every Democrat election denier. The leader of the geo of the Democratic Party right now in the House, Akeem Jeffries, is one of the biggest election deniers. Waters, Jamie Raskin, Nancy Pelosi. I can go on and on. Nancy Pelosi, Hillary Clinton. I mean, every mainstream media pundit out there. Okay, like enough of the election denying. Well, then he said in this. Then he said in the same exact sentence, Alan, that they tried to rig the twenty twenty election and failed. He's like they deny the election, but at the same time, they they tried to rig it. Like they're they're saying that we stole it, and that's what they're saying. But at the same time, they they didn't rig it hard enough. Like this well, guy, their, their version of the Republicans trying to steal the twenty twenty election is January sixth, the insurrection and the, the, the Fed direction and trying to overthrow the government and and interrupt and stop the peaceful transition of power in the hopes that you know uh, the, the horned man is going to be the uh the 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 messiah and then we're going to install donald trump as king like come on just stop just no, stop these people are so dumb but but again we say it over and over again alan that they're very good at using the media the lamestream media to spin the narrative so these idiot sheep believe what's going on. And this goes along with the, the Fox News MAGA conservative supporters. The mainstream media is is the absolute worst. They are one of the biggest enemies, if not the largest enemy to the American public, the mainstream media, because they have a blowhorn. They have such a large voice and a way and distribution network to get their message out. Because it's not just through the CNNs, Foxes, MSNBCs. They got the Vox, the Huffington Post, the Washington Post, like all these other tiny little things that the the people that aren't watching the legacy media anymore are going yeah. through. And they, 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 their distribution, like I was watching earlier today, uh, they were they were they had a CNN sister company in Romania talking about Andrew Tate's case. Like, I'm like, I'm like, this is ridiculous. Like CNN is, is over here, too, in fucking Romania. Like, this is insane. Yeah, like, I mean, they have their little field offices everywhere. I mean, that's it's I mean, 
no, it's 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 on purpose. They're very they're very good at spinning the narrative, and this is why you have uh, representatives like uh, Mr. McGovern over here coming out and saying the things that he's saying because you know those sound bites are going to be clipped and and put everywhere, and all of a sudden these these NPCs are going to be like, yeah, MAGA extremists. They they took over the the house, and and Kevin McCarthy has no power, and it's all MAGA extremists, and that's what they're going to be they're going to be running with because what's no, going on cool with, by the way. Huh? Which I'm cool with, by the way. I'm totally cool with, 100%. I'm a, I'm a white supremacist. I did my. I went to my white supremacy meeting this morning. Um, but this is what they're going to do. And then we have what's going on with the committees, which is also huge for us, Alan. Major wins in in that aspect. I think those are some of the biggest wins that we've had today, uh, and since. Uh, well, the uh, Republican-run Congress has taken effect with Kevin McCarthy as the uh, Speaker of the House. These these committee selections and decisions have been massive, not just with people who are put on committees and who won votes and uh, were removed, like Crenshaw not getting the vote, but also people removed from committees, like Adam Shifty Schiff, Elon Omar, and Eric Swalwell being removed from their committee spots and Adam <laughs> still has some false information on his Twitter bio saying yeah. that he's the head, he's the chair of the Intel committee. Let's go. Right. Right. Let's, uh, let's, let's change I your know. bio already. And, and I, yeah, I saw that. I, I, I found it funny. Somebody posted oh, it. I retweeted it at the same Donald, time. I retweeted Donald Trump, it. Donald Trump Jr. Is the one who reposted it. No, I didn't get it from him. I got it from someone else on Twitter and I was like, you know what? Who gives a fuck? I don't care if he calls himself the fucking messiah of the Mickey Mouse oh, club. It's not a serious, like, that's not a serious jab. Like, oh, but, he's but, you know what? There, but, there, but there are people there that are like, oh, look, like, oh, who gives there? But uh, legit, there are people there that think that that's a big fucking deal. Like, who gives a shit? You know, I hope not, Alan. I really, I hope people, are, people like, listen, people yeah, are fucking yeah. stupid. I, I see that tweet as a, as a fucking laughable troll. Like, it's a troll, in my opinion. That's a troll. But if you go into, if you go into the tweet I looked at and you actually looked into some of these comments, you would hope that some of these comments are just straight up satire and sarcastic when they're saying like, "Oh, he should be arrested," like legit. Like what? I, I can't. I can't with comments. I can't with comments. Like I saw another article. Another another uh, young girl got mauled by a pit bull, and every comment: pit bulls need to be illegal. Pit bulls yeah, need. Yeah, no, I'm like, now it's pit bulls. In the '80s, it was German shepherds. It's always it was always a different. Yeah, breed. The, 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 yeah. the comment section is just filled with idiots. Yeah, and, and and that's that's on most of the shit. Another thing is Matt Gates was uh, I think he was he was on the Charlie Kirk show when he said it. Um, you know, he spoke about how the Republicans are going to plan on releasing the fourteen thousand hours of January six tapes that have been hidden from everybody. Now, if that happens, that's pretty amazing. I'm not quite sure how that's going to happen because I'm not quite sure if it's going to involve federal judges. Because you're talking about evidence, and 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 unless that is just being kept by the DOJ or Congress or, or the January 6th committee has it all, and then now that the January 6th committee is no more, now that the the uh, Republican leadership will have access to it, and will they just release it? Which I would love to see. Well, well let's see what happens with this church-style committee that's being put together. Because this is what I'm most excited for. I am I am extremely excited for this church style committee because the the Frank Church Committee in in the 1974 75 is one of the most 
import investigations ever done by our Congress into our intelligence agency, if not the most important. We have so much information and evidence about the corruption of our intelligence agencies from this meeting, from this from this uh, committee, that we probably wouldn't be able to fight the battle that we're fighting right now without that information. Yeah. I, I want to see what these various committees on who they're going to bring in, who they're going to subpoena, who they're going to talk to, the documents that they're going to ask for. You know, again, they they, they want to um, uh, they want to investigate obviously Hunter Biden and his mm-hmm. business dealings. And I'm glad they're they're I'm sorry, not Hunter Biden, Joe Biden. Because I'm glad they're not saying we're going to investigate Hunter Biden anymore because the United States Congress has absolutely zero authority in investigating Hunter Biden. Hunter Biden is a mm-hmm. private citizen, and this is important, people, because if they can go ahead and investigate Hunter Biden. No matter who he, he's a private citizen, no matter who his parents are, no matter any of that. No, it does not matter. He was not a government employee. A private and, citizen. He shouldn't be because he was clearly working for the government. Like the money is there. But he, but he wasn't. But you know what I'm saying? Like if they could do it to him, they could do it to you. They should they, they need to be investigating Joe Biden and his business and his business dealings that are involving his son, but that clearly would be connected to Joe Biden as either a senator or vice president or president, whatever it is. You know, whatever it is. The, the, the dinner meetings with Burisma, et cetera, all of that could be used as evidence uh, against Joey Bag of Donuts. And I, I agree with you. That's that's definitely something that they should do um, and use the Hunter Biden laptop as the evidence to, to prosecute Joe Biden for his crimes because we're going to get into some more of his crimes that he committed while he was vice president in a second. But I I think the removal of Adam Schiff, Elon Omar, and um, Eric Swalwell from these committees, a massive step in the right direction. Like Absolutely. Adam Schiff being the chair of the Intel Committee after he went on TV day after day and lied to the American public, used his 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 position as chair of the intel committee to push propaganda and to push his agenda and to push the narrative that he wanted to push he knew exactly what was happening behind closed in those closed door meetings he knew exactly what was being said and the evidence that was being presented and then he proceeded to go on national tv and tell the american people the american public a complete fabricated lie just like he went in front of congress with the whistleblower which we're now finding out one of the reasons why Paul Sperry lost his Twitter account through the Twitter files was because mm-hmm. he was talking about Eric Ciarmella. And he banged the spy. And putting him on blast. Um, was because Adam Schiff literally went in Congress and said on the Congress floor, read a letter. He read it. Like he read it in front of Congress of what the call between uh, Donald Trump and Zelensky was. Yeah. He got, and Donald Trump was like, "Wait a second, that's not the call. Here's the actual call. Release the transcripts." And then, Eric, then, then Adam Shifty Shift comes out and says, "Oh, sorry guys, it was it was parody. I was just reading it as if this right. was the call. It was complete parody. Bullshit. This right. guy should not be completely far away from the Intel Committee as humanly possible, along with Eric Swalwell and Elon Omar." involved in government no he shouldn't be he should be arrested and prosecuted but this is a start in the right direction this is a start and adam schiff adam schiff is not too happy about this have you have you seen him speak about being removed no i i, I try not to uh listen to him <laughs> the committee will also seek to discredit law enforcement like the fbi who are so important in the fight against domestic 
violent extremism. Republicans in Congress just don't care. The greatest threat, the greatest terrorist threat to our country comes from violent right-wing militia groups and their sympathizers, and Republicans in Congress just don't care. You know, he shouldn't care either because he wrote a book. He got a great book deal. He's selling the book, and he did it all on the premise of January 6th. Yeah, so who, you want to tell us what happened uh, at the Standard Hotel? You want to tell us what happened at the Standard Hotel? He, you know, he's going to sit. He and this, this, this is what he's going to do for the next two years. He's just going to keep the rhetoric up about how the Republicans uh, condone violence, condone uh, extremism, and and this will now be his sole goal for the rest of his for the for the remaining two years that we have, have the majority, all of them. It's going to be the same thing that he did with Russia, Russia, Russia. The same thing that he did with impeachment. It's the same tactics. It's 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 no different than what he was doing before. He just doesn't have those committee. He's just not in the know like he was before. Now he's completely blind, telling, spinning this narrative. He doesn't know what they're investigating, and he's just going to use a lot of blanket key terms that they love to use, like like terrorists, like uh, uh, they're. Yeah, dis- discredit the FBI. They're they're actively trying to destroy these uh, these agencies. Meanwhile, the FBI has spied and 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 investigated Martin Luther King. They investigated Muhammad Ali. They investigated all these these people. Let alone let forget about uh, regular citizens. Forget about investigating a poor poor old granny who went to January sixth to to protest against the election stealing. This this is the narrative. That again, that, that that the Democrats will push, but listen, Republicans don't want to. They they want to make it sound like the Republicans want to destroy the FBI. I hope and they do. That, but that's not what Republicans want to do. That's not the goal. The goal is to expose and to deal with the corruption within it. To ask a lot of questions. To investigate and figure it out. The FBI is never going away. The CIA is never going away. But now it is time to to literally hardcore investigate what's going on. I mean, who was the last president that wanted to completely go after the intelligence community? John F. Kennedy. Right. Exactly. Uh, one of the reasons why he died. The conspiracy. Yeah, they him. Of course. He killed by the people that he wanted to dismantle. But but no one cares. Yeah. But so that'll be the Democrats' narrative, and people just have to smarten up and realize, like. You know, this this is what they're going to push and realize what the goal is. The goal is to expose it all, expose it to a new level to where it's it's so exposed that whatever agency it might be, whether it's the FBI, the IRS or certain individuals where they lose all credibility as an institution or an individual. It's happening already. It's you can clearly see the the lack of trust from a lot of people in these organizations. The fact that people that uh, I used to think were like hardcore conservative, like I uh, bootlicking conservatives, like one of those like conser- old school conservatives, they love these these agencies and etc. Uh, they're starting to say that we need to dismantle these agencies, and it, it, it's a good thing. And it starts like w- w- one of the things that 
helped wake people up, not as many as I wish it did, was how many intelligence agencies and former heads of CIA came out and said the Hunter Biden laptop was Russian disinformation? Oh, of course. 250 of them came out. So so that was a, it wasn't as big as I hoped it would be, but the more and more we investigate this, the more and more people are going to realize that these organizations are not working for the best interests of American public. They're working for the best interests of themselves and gaining power and control over the American public. They don't care about actual real investigative work and actually like they're pulling FBI whistleblowers are pulling people off of child trafficking cases resources from child human trafficking cases yes look into january 6th to question people about january 6th to investigate people about january 6th the most violent insurrection in american history compared to 9-11 and pearl harbor this is what our fbi is doing the you know the the problem is in the hopes that when down the road the president changes and the FBI director changes, that the FBI director will audit his agency and realize if I if I was made the director of the FBI and you have your different departments, I mean you have your divisions, you have your 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 white clo- your your white collar crimes, your this, your that, your, your government corruption and everything else. Bank robbery, homicide, etc. But, and they don't, you know, they're only investigating homicides if it's in, 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 in like three or more states or whatever it is, serial killers, stuff like that. I think they should be concentrating. The FBI should be there for the, the biggest divisions of the FBI should be crimes against children, human trafficking, uh, 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 you know, just all missing, missing people. Um, and, and, and federal, federal crimes in, in, in various states. Yeah. You get your bank robberies, the guys going all over the country, robbing banks, guy, you got your serial killers and the, the, the government corruption divisions should be also, uh, tightened up and th- this, the government corruptions, but they also, the government corruption divisions should be very well regulated and audited regularly and to see what they're doing. The FBI shouldn't be used as a – they should never be used by any branch of government, meaning like the White House or anything like that. I I think if we're going to have some sort of federal agency like that, if if it has to be there, they should be there to investigate our leadership, our government to see what they're doing behind closed doors, not to help facilitate it. Like there, there, there's so many crimes and, 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 and let's keep it real. When the FBI was formed and created, there were crimes that were happening. Like bank robbers were much more prevalent back then. Like what's his name? The, the famous bank robber. They didn't made a movie about him. Um, huh? Is it the Derringer? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Derringer. Derringer. Like yeah, he was going around robbing all these banks. Johnny Depp yeah, played yeah. him in the movie. Yes. Like you can't like bank robbers still bank bank robbing still exists, but not to the level like it used to be because technology no. and security has gotten so making any money robbing banks. No, and no banks don't hold any money. There's no money in the banks. Like they're fractional banks. They don't hold any cash. Like I was watching a video as Bradley was interviewing um, Grant Cardone's brother. I forget his name. 
but he's like he's like uh have you ever gone to the bank and asked for fifty thousand dollars and like asked them to they give have, you they have to order it they they don't have it he goes, <laughs> he goes i'll do you one better i'll do you one better have you ever dropped off a million dollars to the bank and see what <laughs> they do they freak the fuck out. He goes, I came, he's like, I came to the bank to try to drop off and put a million dollars in my bank account. The bank lost. They're like, wait a second. You don't have security. They're like, he's like, no, he's like, I'm getting on a flight in an hour. So uh, you're taking this money uh, and I'm getting the fuck out of here. And they had to shut down the entire bank. Cause they had a million dollars cash in the <laughs> bank. Like they, they didn't know what to do. A bank didn't know what to do or how to handle a million dollars cash. I mean, it's and, not a normal transaction. Let's face it. No, no it's matter. not, but it's, it's not it, a normal it, transaction. No, 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 it's not. But, but there are people that make those transactions and you're a bank. You're a bank. You're, you're, you're there. You should, you should be able to handle a, 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 a million dollars cash. You're a bank. But it, it, this is okay. what you're you're there to do is to handle cash and to protect protect your money. Otherwise, why keep it in a bank? Otherwise, why you're not getting any interest? Well, I, 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 I think I think any individual that brings a million dollars cash to a bank is a fucking moron to begin with. So whoever did that, you should reconsider your place in society. There, there's there's certain maybe he keep maybe he likes to keep his money in cash and he needed to make a transfer so he had to drop the money to transfer it into the bank. Like what if he's one of those people? Maybe he doesn't keep his money in the bank. Uh, and he brought a million dollars in the bank. He's on the radar. You don't bring a million dollars into the bank. I don't give a fuck who you are. I'm not saying they're just off the radar, just just to keep your money out of the banks because the banks the banks are using your money to make money rather than keeping it protected and giving you interest and compounding your interest. Um, so maybe he keeps his money in cash in his own safe, and then he needed to make a transfer to somebody, so he didn't have a million dollars to transfer and wanted to go to his bank account that he has. He just doesn't keep his money there, um, and. To transfer, there's there's so many different circumstances. I, 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 I don't talking about someone who could who has the capability of depositing a million dollars cash. We're talking about different types of transactions. It, it still, it doesn't matter. And run that money through through books that don't have to be run. It is what it is. I you know whatever. I'm just, I, there, there's extenuating circumstances that 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 go into I, it. Just, I'm just relaying the story, Alan, and and the. But, but my point, my point of the story before we go off track about banks, because that's a whole nother rabbit hole. The crimes that the FBI were investigating when they when they were uh, became an agency aren't really relevant anymore. Like security and technology has far surpassed what they're doing and what, what what they were created to do. So they should shift what they're doing. Like we said, crimes against humanity, human trafficking, which they're clearly not investigating. Twitter had a, a child porn problem for days. It took Elon Musk spending $40 billion to come in and get rid of that. Mm-hmm. Like why wasn't the FBI investigating all the people that were openly talking about child pornography on Twitter with IP addresses, computers, etc. It'd be pretty easy to get that investigation going, but no, we're too worried about January 6th. I mean, January 6th was, was a horrible, horrible, horrible day. 9-11, Pearl Harbor, Alan. <laughs> 9-11, per- Pearl. Oh, you know what I found out today? That <clears throat> January 6th prisoners are not in, in, uh, in solitary confinement anymore. That ended. They're not being – nobody's being held in solitary anymore. Um, is that true? Is, can we confirm yeah, that? Yeah, it's confirmed. Cynthia Hughes from the uh, – the, the Patriot Freedom Project, who mm-hmm. is yeah, I met a couple of them. I think dealing, I met. She she's she's the head honcho. She's dealing with uh, you know hundreds and hundreds of families, and uh, 
Yeah, they're, they're not being held in, in, in solitary confinement anymore. Conditions still suck, but... That, so they shouldn't be held, period. They shouldn't be held, period. period. They should be held here. They did nothing oh, of wrong. Course. Of course. They did nothing wrong. Like oh, Jeremy, Brown, uh, Jeremy, Brown, Jeremy Brown was convicted of a crime that the only reason that they found like they found out about the crime was because they raided his house for five hours on a trespassing charge that he never set foot in the Capitol. Like they should have never had grounds to raid his house in the first place. And let's be real, the guy's a green beret and they they charged him with an unregistered firearm. Come on. Well, I mean, I I, I agree with I agree with you, but just because you're a fucking Green Bray or a Navy SEAL, you still have – if there are certain firearms you can't have, you can't have. I get it. I don't agree with it, but – He was able to shoot them in the military and handle them totally fine, but now he can't protect himself with that same firearm? Shall I agree with you. Shall not be infringed. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, then you, you can take that argument and, and, and pound it into the fucking concrete, but you know wherever he lives, what are the gun laws? You know what I mean? He's in Florida. It is. It is what it is. And Florida still has gun laws, and whether they're federal gun laws or state gun laws. I was on the phone today with Cynthia Hughes. We're having a conversation, and we were talking about that because you just said something, and a lot of people have this narrative. And we were talking about this, and I've always said this too. There's a difference of people being held in jail for bullshit, but there were also people that went there, not with ill intentions, but got caught up. And committed crimes. Yes, my friend Fairlam. Right, and I and I I say this a lot, and it sucks that those people got caught up in that shit. And maybe there were some people with some nefarious intentions there. You know, there are a lot of assholes out there. Let's face it. But I would also imagine that people also just got caught up in emotions and saw stuff going on and got involved and got themselves jammed up. Sorry, but when you're, if if you're, you know. Uh, acts of violence against anybody, whether they're in uniform or not in uniform, and you were there and you did that, you, you, ha- you have to answer for it. You have to answer for it. Of course. Of course. I, I 100% agree. If you if you committed a crime on that day, like if they arrested the person that took a shit on Nancy Pelosi's desk, as much as I respect that person, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. I love you, uh, you're probably going to get arrested and in trouble for something like that. Like you can't. And, and, and that's so, you know, all right, criminal mischief, vandalism, bullshit, you know, but, but I, and you're going to get arrested for something like yeah, that. Yeah. Like that's, that's something that's going to get you arrested. Like let's like, you, you can't, I can't go to the city clerk's office or, or like some, some, some regular person's job or my boss. Cause I don't like him and go and shit on his desk and not expect there to be consequences. Of course. Of course. Um, and, and, and no, people, you're absolutely right. People did get caught up and people did uh, get themselves in trouble because their emotions were high and everything that was going on. It's uh, it's it's unfortunate. And those people are going to to face their crimes, but it, or fa- face the consequences, I, I should say. But at the same time, there's so many other Americans who were just there. Some of them didn't even go into the Capitol building, like even even as as, as however you feel about Jake Angeli, the the shaman. However you feel... I think he's a fucking clown. No, you could feel however you feel about him. I I think he's an idiot as well. Um, But at the same time, the guy just went there and took some some pictures. Like, there's videos of him walking into the Senate chamber, and he's, like, taking pictures of security guards. Like, hey, can you just, like, not do that? Can you leave? Like, he he didn't... Do anything like he was just there and he's been in jail for how long? And you know, 
think he got sentenced. Crimes. I think he got sentenced to three years, I believe. But again, he he did. He just walked in there like you. There's the video going around right now. Like this yeah. is. The, the January 6th insurrection was, and he's walking in, he's got his, his staff, his horns, and his face paint, and he's like, wow, and he sees a bloody guy, he's like, oh, you all right, dude? And then he goes and sits in the chair, takes some photos, yeah. and the security guard's like, hey, when you're done with that photo, can we get out of here? You guys aren't supposed to be here. He's like, yeah, no problem, we'll head out, head out of here, no problem. Didn't give a fuss, didn't fight about it, didn't didn't give a attitude, and he's sitting come up with that outfit. I don't know, dude, but you see the guy in Brazil has the same exact outfit. Just yeah, I know. Food. It's like, what the same fuck? Face paint and everything. And they're I doing know. the same narrative, the same exact narrative. It's unreal. It's fucking creepy, dude. It's I know. real. It's real. Like 1,500 arrested at the end. They were like, they were, they were, yeah. It's the same exact play. It's the same exact play. They stole the election because Bolsonaro is a, a freedom-loving patriot for his country. And now he's in Florida right now. Yep. Now he's hanging out in Florida. The Democrats want him. The Democrats want him fucking uh, extradite. Want him out. They want him sent back. Oh, absolutely, they do. Of course, they do. These sick fucks. But it's it's <laughs> the same exact playbook, like to a T, down to the shaman guy. Um, it, it's it's wild. It's absolutely wild. And again, like I said, a lot of these people did nothing wrong. They were just there protesting. There was mil- there was there was a, a lot of people that were at Jan- January sixth, and if they wanted to storm the Capitol and take it over, there was way more than more than enough people and a very lack of security. They could have destroyed the entire build, burnt it to the fucking ground. They could have. They could have. Yeah, very. Right. very they, they could have killed every Capitol police officer with their bare hands without even firing shots. There's so many freaking people. Yeah, if everybody was on the same page in yep. in, in in this big insurrection, yeah. it would have lasted a few hours. A lot of people would have died, and then uh, it would have been over. You know, whether the capital would have been standing or not, or partially standing would be another story. But by you know eleven o'clock that night, the it would be under control. Yeah, and it would be piles, it would be piles yeah. of bodies. Yeah, it would be it would be a disaster. It'd be but an absolute. But it didn't. The only person that died was Ashley Babbitt. She was killed by a Capitol police officer, a coward, who shot her, a veteran. There, and- there was another video Adam Schiff put out, I think, from his office on January 6th. And he was like, uh, you know, he just wanted to have a second anniversary. And, you know, thank God for all of the, the people that were the heroic people in the Capitol police officers. And then he went on to say, and, and to, you know, our heart goes out to the families of those lost that day as a result of January 6th and those police officers lost, there were no police officers lost that day and none of the deaths, there were suicides and there was the death of a stroke uh, a couple days later that was specifically not related to January 6th. Even the family said it. However, now that that family, Brian Sinking's family on January 5th, I believe they filed a $10 million lawsuit against Donald Trump uh, for uh, incitement and, um, against the two, yeah, because they're getting paid. Excuse me, the two individuals who assaulted, uh, allegedly assaulted Sicknick, saying that the, the, it ultimately led to his death. His, his um, yeah, because they they're they're getting they're getting paid. There's definitely someone came to them and was like, hey, can you push this? We'll pay you about x amount of dollars. 
Sure, no problem. Absolutely. The problem is the average person will have a problem keeping that to themselves. And if that were to find out, the, the lawsuit's going nowhere. So, I mean, I, I think lawyers approach them and said, you have. I, I agree. I agree. Oh. But a lot they use they use NDAs, man. Uh, and I get I, I, I get a lot of people have a hard time. But then when you put legal legal ramifications to opening your mouth, that changes things in people's minds. Yeah, um, but. Yeah, but again, you're talking about a, a like a, a court case where if that people get intimidated at court cases, if that were to come out, that NDA or not, I mean, I, I agree with you. But these people, these people are very, very powerful. Well, it could even be, it could even be a, a threat. There could be even a threat on the table. It wouldn't matter anyway because it's such a ridiculous lawsuit that it's gonna, it's going nowhere anyway. So I mean, it's it's one of those things. It's very odd to me that they changed their tune. They went from "Hey, don't use his death," uh, because because they a, a shyster lawyers got a hold of them and victimizing them and saying, "Hey, you could get you could be compensated for it." That's that's I, like I'm sure I'm sure there's some double dipping going on behind the scenes. I'm sure there's also people like, "Hey, uh, put you know go along with this narrative, and you'll be compensated." I mean, they're not out there in public saying that this is what's happening. They just went and they filed the lawsuit. Yes. They're not doing press conferences. No, not doing so I'd imagine, not that I've seen anyway. I haven't seen any of that. But they did a uh, a meeting with like uh, Adam Schiff and Mitch McConnell, and they didn't shake cocaine Mitch hand, and they were like loving on Adam Schiff. Well, yeah, shake. So they're making appearances. It's not like they're not making appearances. Yeah, they had them. That was, I think, I think that was, yeah, I know what you're talking about, and I forget who they had there um, for, yeah, it's, it's, it's all bullshit. It's, it's all bullshit. Every, it's all bullshit, all of it. It's nonsense. It's it's absolutely nonsense. But I, I, I really hope that we're going to find some information and release all the hours of tape, like Matt Gates says, and I want to do. I do want to talk about this for a second. The killer in what was in in Illinois or Iowa that was killing Idaho. Cops. Idaho. He Just killed the four. He killed the four girls. Yeah, he killed the girls. The yeah. the college student mm -hmm. um, who was recently found. He was found using two two things that are uh, very interesting to me. One from DNA using uh, Ancestry.com or 23andMe, one of those sites. They used that DNA that he apparently submitted mm -hmm. to help them solve the case. Two, they used the same exact technology, the very same technology that 2,000 mules used to ping the people dropping the ballot. Yeah. The cell, the cell phones, but the, and 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 I spoke about this extensively too. As a matter of fact, I interviewed Dinesh D'Souza and 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 spoke about it. Like literally, it's the same technology. So I have friends in law enforcement, and I talk to them about it, and they're like, even my local police here, when they want to do burglaries or if they're doing homicides or whatever it is, and they want to track people's cell phones, it's the same thing, and it's very very accurate. They're pinging the towers. Oh. They're showing it all, and it's like you and and that is how they're forming timelines. 
That's how law enforcement does it. Mm-hmm. Military uses it. Yep. Like literally. But it was demonized when 2000 Mules came out. It was the media, the media. The media was like, oh, this is not accurate. This, that, and the other. They gave every excuse as to why it doesn't work and it shouldn't be trusted. Every headline was about this. Every news pundit was talking about it. Now they got this guy in Idaho and they're praising this this technology. Oh, we got him with the to take the GPS technology on the phone. I believe they used it to track down certain January 6th defendants. It did. To find out where they were going, where they lived, I believe. Oh, 100% they did. The FBI used that technology to find these people. It's it's something that I I can't believe that they're praising now. And the the liberal left, the the sheeple, the NPCs that love these murder mystery stories that are hearing about this, they're like, oh, yeah, they got them. And it's so exciting. They use this GPS technology and they're praising it. Why don't they use that same GPS technology, Alan, that, that they're now praising? A brilliant idea. Fucking brilliant. Maybe my best idea I've ever had. We take that GPS technology and we use it to see who that person sitting on the, the park bench was after dropping off the bombs at the RNC and DNC building texting on their cellular device. Why don't we use that same technology to find out who that person is? Because we still don't have any fucking clue. Well, you would need so you 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 need a phone number to start with. You do need a phone number to start with, so then you can track the pings. Like, uh, well, would you need a phone number, or would you be able to get the phone number based on the time that they were there? You might be, yeah, you might be able to get it if that. Now you you'd have to probably look at a lot of phone numbers on the other end and figure out, and then run every phone number. You could probably do that. I'm sure. Of- how it exactly works because like if you get well if you get how a, they get the number of the killer and, well, and do it you know what i'm saying I'm like sure how, if, if they get a name they have his yeah. name right yeah or how, how, do the of the, how do they get the number of the people that they're watching the cctv footage of them dropping off the ballot boxes you have no idea who that person is you just know that their cell phone was there right so again if they can get the phone numbers and do an identification they, they, have, they have to make some sort of identification of the the and the, and the time or at least the at least the, the time frame is is the important thing the time frame is important and then if they're on camera and it coincides mm-hmm. then, then then you have it all right here is a ping at that time so there's, there's that same thing now from that ping i believe has a code or whatever it is the metadata mm-hmm. attached to it and then that same metadata pings at another location then you can start doing the timeline Listen to the least technically inclined person I know talk about some techie stuff. Uh, <laughs> Alan, <laughs> I have some. I have. I, I. I can use technology. So with with two thousand mules, they had no idea who the people were dropping off the ballots. They just right. had the video footage of them going and dropping the ballots off, and and they would ping the cell phone towers to see who was there catching them in the video. Same now, thing. If they didn't have any video footage, they probably would be shit out of luck. I agree, but but same thing applies to this guy who dropped off the bomb or or FEMA, whoever it was that dropped because there's video footage of them sitting on the park bench after doing so. There's video footage. So why maybe can't they, you figure maybe out they were, maybe they were using a burner? Maybe it was it was it was thrown away after. I mean it, uh, if they if they using a burner. If it's that much of a of an operation, 
and they're using a burner. Alan, they were able to figure out that Osama bin Laden blew up the Twin Towers in three minutes. We're two year on our two year anniversary of this fucking guy texting on a phone. We still have no clue who he is. We're able to find all the people that attended. We're able to find those people totally fine. Totally fine. They, it makes no sense. Well, it does make sense because they know who it is. I know they know, they know who, who that individual is. Just like, just like, I mean, it's such a kick in the balls that people who were there that day, who were nowhere near the Capitol, were arrested or in jail or, or tried and convicted and in prison, but somebody on video saying we have to go into the Capitol, and then and then the next day leading the charge to say we have to go into the Capitol is not arrested, it wasn't detained, is not in jail, is beyond me. And it's amazing how people still will dismiss that yep. because that's what the media is telling them to do is to dismiss it. Oh, now, yeah. there, I refuses to answer the question. Is there any video of him? I don't know if there was or not. I don't remember. Was there any video footage of Ray Epps inside the Capitol? I haven't seen any, so uh, I couldn't tell you. Now I'm wondering if anything is in there. I want to know what's in there. So one of the biggest things to me is I'd like to see is that the 14,000 hours of video Mm -hmm. uh, be released. Yes. And, you know. I think it's a step in the right direction, but I think that's going to come along with the church committee because uh, the, the the new church committee that they're doing is going to investigate the FBI's involvement in January 6th, uh, their involvement with Twitter and social media, uh, the involvement in the 2020 election. So it's it, I think a lot of this evidence could come out. Like well, I know it's separate committees for each. Like I think there's one committee that's going to deal with the FBI, um, weaponization of the FBI, and 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 the the relevance of the Twitter file that go along with that. Yeah, it's all connected. It's all connected. It's all for the same reasons. It's all for the same reasons. I mean, it all comes down to the same thing. It's a cover-up of a cover-up of a cover-up. It always is. Um, it, it's it's nonstop. And I think – so I think these, these, these committees, this is why I'm so excited for them, and I'm hoping we do actually get real evidence and real investigations. I don't – expect them to happen like i'm not like yeah it's definitely gonna happen like here we go it's gonna be awesome i can't wait i just i mean there's gonna be investigations it's a matter of seeing where that where they go who cooperates who doesn't cooperate what do they do about if they can do anything about the people that don't cooperate looking for right but also remember if they're gonna if they're gonna if republicans are gonna subpoena members of the house those Democrat members of the House, those Democrat members of the House can say, well, fuck you and your subpoena, just like Jim Jordan did, just like a few others did. So there's got to be more people out there that they're going to be looking for answers for than Democrat members of the House, because I'm imagining. What if subpoena Ray Epps? Well, what if they subpoena these FBI agents? What that they-, they can do. And, and those people, those people should be just like Peter Navarro. Just like Steve Bannon, all of those people were subpoenaed and then threatened that if you didn't show up, you would be held in contempt. Of Precedent has been set, Alan. And but I- remember this: all of those people, they can subpoena a million people, and a million people can show up and walk in and plead the fifth, and plead the fifth, and that's yeah. it. 
Yep, they don't have to answer shit. They don't Which have to answer course, shit. Then again, just destroys their other narrative for them destroying everybody, exercising their constitutional right, exercising the fifth, that if you exercise your fifth amendment right, you're automatically guilty. Because mm -hmm. that's the narrative that the left was playing the whole time. Oh, yeah. So, and then they, what they like to do is they, they try to play people as idiots because, and a lot of people don't know this, that if you are in court or in a hearing, you're going to invoke your Fifth Amendment right. You have to do it for every single question, including what your name is, what your date of birth, no matter what the question is, whether it's a menial question or a fact or whatever it is, you have to plead the fifth for every single question. And then what they do is they pull that apart and say, oh, the guy had uh, Roger Stone actually had to plead the fifth uh, because when they asked him his name, yes. And but they'll do that, pull that narrative apart in hopes to riling up their base saying, oh, that person's a real criminal because they wouldn't even uh, say what their name was and not realizing because you have to plead. We talked about how these people live by a different language. Like there's the common language, like for us peasants, the common English, but the real language of the land is the, the language of the law and the way the law is written. That language is way more important than the language that we speak on a daily basis. And it's written in a way for us common folk that we, a lot of us don't understand. Yeah. And Pleading the fifth is not admitting guilt. It's not. It's we have the right to remain silent in the Miranda rights for a reason. Like it's it, this is not put there just all willy nilly to make you look like if, to make you look guilty. They're just taking that narrative to spin it and make you and make it seem like you're this big bad person when in, in reality all you're doing is exercising your constitutional right and giving them no legal bad legal legal leverage whatsoever because they can't they have nothing that they can use against you listen if you're if you're subpoenaed for anything and they're you know that they're gunning for you no matter who it is you should be taking the fifth for it all because you show up and you answer every question that way because it's when you start talking is when they start spinning and they start building the narrative against you same thing if the if the fbi shows up to your house for january 6th if they start asking questions you don't got to answer shit. You don't have to say a damn thing to them. I don't know. I believe you ask them. Am I under arrest? Do, do, do I do I need a lawyer? Because I'm not talking to. You don't have to talk to them unless you're under. Even if you're under arrest, you don't have to talk to them. If you're under arrest, they're going to take you. Then you're going to shut up anyway and call a lawyer. They have or to read. They're going to appoint you one. They have to read your Miranda rights when they arrest you. And if they don't, their their case is going to get thrown thrown out. Like no, exactly. listen. They, they, they're they're not stupid. You're gonna get you you're gonna get your rights written read to you. You're gonna have to initial that you that you read them, and and then they're gonna tell you, listen, do you want to talk to us? Are they gonna try to just start talking to you? You have to be smart enough to know not to talk and engage and say, I'm not talking. I want an attorney. At that point, they're gonna make a decision. They already either have enough where they're going to arrest you and charge you mm -hmm. or they have nothing in the hopes that you were going to talk and give them something. And then that, at that time, they're forced to let you go. Bingo. Bingo. So if they come to your house and start asking questions, you don't got to say shit. Remember that. You don't got to yeah. give them a goddamn thing. Tell them, say, start. hey, thanks for coming out here, but I got nothing to say to you guys. Am I, am I, am I under arrest? No? Okay. See you guys later. Right. Have a great day. And, you know, it's, it's just the you only Rude. You don't have to be a dick about it. You can be very nice about it, very polite. But they, and, they, and, have... and you should be, you should be polite. Like <laughs> someone rolls, someone rolls up to your house, a place of business, and they have a search warrant. You let them do their thing. 
That's just, yep, you got they give you the warrant. You got to do what they got to do. And, 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 and that's it. They want to ask you questions. You don't have to answer questions. It's uh, it's, it's that simple. And you don't need to be a lawyer to know that. I know that because it's happened to me. It's happened to me in, in, in one of my businesses. I was, someone was trying to accuse me of something, went to, went to the authorities, cooked up this entire story, which caused, uh, 20 district, uh, uh, from the district attorney's office, 20 investigators with video camera and everything <clears throat> show up to my house, knock on my door with a search warrant and to seize all of my electronics with the exception of my personal cell phone, but they wanted my business cell phone. And they searched my house for about two hours. They were very nice. As a matter of fact, oh, because they made me stand outside the house. I wasn't even inside the house. It was a nice day. Three of the DA investigators were playing with my dog, throwing the ball for him. They were having a ball. Like we were actually all just BSing and talking. And the one guy who was in charge, he came up to me and he said, I'd like to ask you a few questions. And and he said it with this smile on his face because he knew. I, I laughed and I go, well, you can ask, but I'm not going to answer. But I can give you the phone number to my attorney and you can speak to them. And he's going to decide if I'm going to come in and speak with you or not speak with you at all. And then I politely asked, do you have a warrant for my arrest? He said, no, not at all. Are you going to detain me? He says, we have no reason to detain you at this time. And I says, then our conversation's over. You can finish up, do what you have to do, and we can go about our day. And if there's anything else down the road in the course of your investigation, you can contact my attorney. And there was a point in that same investigation where I had to go in with my attorney, went in with my attorney, and sat there and answered Two questions out of the, like, I don't even know how many that they asked me because my lawyer said, nah, we're not going to answer that question. We're not going to answer that question. And I did nothing wrong. The, excuse me. The problem was, again, I had a competitor in the business, in the industry that I was in, who was really upset and was going after me and accused me of all of these things. And it turned out that it was all based on a lie, it was proven. Um, and it, and it was slanderous because I ended up suing this individual and, uh, you know, screwing him royally. You don't have to take the slander because if they're going to slander and defame you, you, you can't. If, if it's true, it's true. If it's not true, you have recourse. And he 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 he, he did some damage and I, I got paid for that damage. But in, 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 in any criminal investigation, you have the right to remain silent and you should. That's it. Remember that it's 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 one of the most important things to remember, and it always reminds me of the Dave Chappelle episode, uh, the Chappelle Show, uh, where in court, and he's like uh, getting asked questions, and he's like, "I plead the fifth. I plead the fifth. One, two, three, four, five, fifth. (laughs) And uh, every time I, I I think of that, and that's what you should you should do as well. But let's move on to the news that broke yesterday uh, about Joey Bag of Donuts, our good friend Joey Joe Biden, uh, while Vice President was keeping classified information at his private office at the uni- uh, at the University of Pennsylvania, I believe. Yeah, UPenn, I believe. UPenn. Is UPenn uh, in Pennsylvania or is it in Delaware? It was a thing. I think it's no, it's in, it's in Pennsylvania, but I think it's in I think it's in like Philly. I don't know. Um, so once this news broke, people started doing a little digging, started doing a little looking into a little look-see 
into UPenn, which is an Ivy League school. It's supposed to be a prestigious school. It's always these Ivy League schools that are involved, too. It's always Harvard, Yale, now UPenn involved in this nefarious nonsense. And Benny Johnson puts out, the University of Pennsylvania took over $100 million in donations from China. <laughs> from China. China. That's 389% more than the average American university takes in foreign donations. 389%. We're not talking like 1% or 2%. Here's my question. Full, full stop transparency. I want to know. It says donations from China. That's very broad. It I want to know. Is it China the government, the CCP. I want to know if it's an organization that has heavy ties with the CCP. I just want to know if it's where the money, where the money is actually coming. I I just want to know if it's, if it's, if it's a a Chinese billionaire. Valid questions. I want to know that because I'm not going to turn around and jump on the narrative that, Oh, all this money funded the, the the place where Joe Biden's classified document to find it was all from China or the, the commies are involved. Now, my, my gut tells me they are, but I want to know. I want to know. It's questions. I, I, I agree with you, but the way he frames this is very, very, very well put by Benny Johnson. I think Benny Johnson's a cuck, just just for the I, record. I, I I'm not. I think I think he he toes the line. I think he, he he's very good at towing the line. I don't think he ever. I don't ever think he ever pushes the envelope or actually does the real the the asks the real the real questions. But this is a good question. He goes, odd why? He goes, UPenn houses the Biden Center. Did Chinese agents pay to get access to classified documents there? Good question. And that's all it is. It's a question. It's a very valid question. Is it Chinese agents? Is it just some random Chinese person? Well, let's look a little further. But let me ask you a question. Oh, and go back to that tweet. Because here's something else I don't like about conservative pundits. Okay, with the narrative framing that they do, like um, uh, especially during like election time where a lot of it's just ridiculous and wrong. He talked about Chinese agents, but I just asked a valid question about was this Chinese government? Is it Chinese foreign intelligent agents, communist agents, whatever it is, or is it a billionaire? Like I just said, did Benny Johnson ask that in his tweet that goes to millions of people? Or did he just he just ask? about Chinese agents. Well, he did, but to be fair, that's what's on everybody's mind. Nobody's thinking it's it's a billionaire. Nobody everybody everybody is making the assumption. Right, but it, uh, right, or wrong, right or wrong, it's not just him. The average the, the the average person watching this story is already assuming that the CCP has some involvement, and it's 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 a fair assess, uh, it's a fair assumption. It's not an unfair uh, assumption I, at all. I'm not going to disagree, but I think assuming anything, especially now, well, listen, is, it's stupid. But I, I agree with you. But it's 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 still a fair assumption. It's it's not it's not something that's like way off base and way out of touch, reaching for anything. It's it's a very fair assumption, and it's a good question. Um, and your, 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 your question as well is a very valid question. It could be a, or a very valid statement. It could be a, a Chinese billionaire. It's definitely in the possibility, but we all know how the Chinese government which works with billionaires. We still have no idea where Jack Ma is. I, uh, in, in this situation, I'm more concerned about how and why the documents were there and what's in the documents and why they went so long without being detected. 
as opposed I, to, but I, you know, I, I, I agree with that. But, but at the same time, we look at Hunter Biden's laptop. We look at the Chinese nationalists that Hunter Biden was working with and saying, hey, 10% needs to go to the big guy. They were working with directly with the CCP. There's evidence already connecting these people. The fact that he's a vice president and housing these classified documents at the Biden Center at UPenn, and right. and all of a sudden, all of a sudden, this this nation is paying an exorbitant amount higher than any other nation to a university. Like if we were talking five percent, even 15 percent, okay, maybe because China's got a lot of money and a lot of resources. Sure. Maybe we can, we can see that mm-hmm. 389% is not an act. Like that's, 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 that's insane. And you can see here from the top 10 foreign donations to Penn by country, England comes in second, Hong Kong, which is still China. <laughs> it's just <laughs> Singapore, India, Germany, Japan, Vietnam, Canada, and the Bahamas, yeah. which is very interesting. Um, it's not even close. It's not even close with the first and second. It's not even. And it's not surprising. And three, 389% is a, is a very large number. And then you look at the articles written. UPenn can't explain mystery donation from Chinese company. Public records suggest that nice, the nice famous corporation, which funneled $3 million to Ivy League school is closely tied to the Chinese government. Oh, there's your answer right there, Alan. Well, you oh, it, it, struggles to explain $3 million donation from Hong Kong shell company report. The school received $3 million from nice famous corporation limited, which is owned by Chinese national zoo, whatever you pronounce that name. And I'm sure it has something to do with business deals saying, Hey, we're going to do this, but I need a donation to the UPenn Biden center. And we're going to just place classified documentations that I have no right to declassify or, or, or hold on to because I'm the vice president, not the president, and, and just, just conveniently put them there while you pay all this money and you have no we, – we can't account for it. We have no idea where it came from, why we have it. Uh, we have no explanation. It's just there. Right. Sure. I know. Sure. It's- like, I, I got a bridge in the desert, Alan. It's for sale. It's, it's for sale. Well – then they, they, they better do it. They better do a good job in following the money and the donations to that college to China, and do a good job about what, how the paper, how how the documents got there, who put them there, when they were taken, and it's. We still don't know who leaked the documents for the Supreme Court first time ever. No. You, expect, you expect them to do a stand-up, bang-up job and finding no, out where the money's going. We, we also who, – who had any investigation power for the Supreme Court leaker? No no, no faith. I have no faith. No, no, no. I'm saying who had investigation power for the Supreme Court leaker? Nobody. Nobody. But, but, but I, I, we, we, had, we had some power – uh, no, not really. I mean, but we, we, there's so many things that we need to be looking into and nothing's being done. I'm, I'm hoping that something gets done about this. I'm hoping that something gets done about what happened on January 6th with the FBI's involvement, FBI's involvement. So I'm, I'm, I'm hoping we get information. I'm hoping I don't have faith. I don't think that it's going to happen. I like, I don't, I, I'd be, I'd be shocked if it did a little bit, 
actually more uh more more than anything uh because their track record doesn't doesn't show me that they're gonna actually release any real information it's gonna be all fluff it's gonna be all just to appease us to keep us quiet to keep us excited and like oh yeah we got we got this here we go hurrah hurrah kind of thing um so I see things like this, Alan, and you're right to to ask the questions that that you're asking. But with the information that we have, it's a very fair assessment or fair uh, assumption to say that there's some nefarious actions going behind this. There's the the vice president was doing things that he was not supposed to do while he was the vice president. And this plays a huge role. And it's just very interesting to me that this is coming out now. That this is this is dropping now for two reasons. One, why did it come out before the midterms? Why well, are we finding this out before the midterms? Right. When were they found? When were they found? Um, right at why not right after? Right, but what when were they found? I, I'm not I'm not sure. It sounds like they were they, they, they made a pretty quick deal of it. And but- I'm not. I'm not. I'm not a hundred percent sure. But I, 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 I don't. Doubt, I, I doubt that they were found and immediately released. Right, but I don't think it would have any. Even if it was done before the midterms, it really. I don't think it would have any implications on the midterm elections at all. <sighs> at all. I, Who, who's, who's who's whose elections would it? Whose election? Depending on how people respond to, to to Joe Biden doing this, like people people are seeing seeing this happen, and they're 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 not happy because because of the precedent that was set with Donald Trump. Because well, which, what people should be outraged about is the mainstream media how they're spinning it on that they're downplaying Joe Biden. Oh, because it, he cooperated, and that Donald Trump didn't cooperate when he did in a different way. And also realizing that one was a sitting president who can declassify anything he wants. There's no set process of declassifying documentation. The vice president cannot declassify a fucking roll of toilet paper in the White House. I, I 100%, without a doubt. And this is, this is why I, I say before the midterms, because of the way that Donald Trump was handled with his his documents, which he's legally allowed to declassify, which he did declassify before he left office and made a big statement about it. Mm-hmm. And they, they raided Mar-a-Lago. They raided Melania's closets, Baron Trump's room. Like they went all out. They tried to, to remove the cameras. They, they kicked all the lawyers, everybody out of the house. They did everything that they possibly could to potentially try to plant evidence. So many, so many scenarios that you could run through. And they they put him and his family through this for 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 something that he has every right to do, whereas Joe Biden has no right to do what he did, and you see how the media is responding, and you see how congressmen and women that would be up for election would respond because the precedent was set. If this was a, a one off on its own, and there was no precedent of Donald Trump and what they did and what they put him and his family through for doing the exact same thing, yet it's illegal. It's legal for him to do because of his position of president, and it's illegal for Joe Biden to do. I think people would would see watch how they're responding to this, and and it would affect people's. No, I, I think it's a very easy it's an easy very easy response. If the same scenario happened before the midterms, 
and I'm a Democrat running for office and I'm questioned by the press about this, I'm going to say, well, there are obviously some issues with the documents. It's being investigated and we have to see where the investigation leads us. So it would be unfair for me to make a determination or an assumption on what's going on right now until we have all the facts and the investigation is concluded. That's my response if I was in the I, middle of an election cycle. That's a great, a great way and to push it off. That's a great way to push it off. But guess what, Alan? Guess what? People still saw your reaction when they raided Donald Trump. The, the immediate reaction. Oh, he needs to be in jail. Why is he not arrested? Right. Why, why, why is he still walking the streets? This, that, and the other. He should not be able to run for 2020. Like immediately, like instantly, this was the reaction. And then, and then people see you react and answer the way that you answered the political way. It, 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 it's very contradicting. It does not add up and does not pass the smell test. I'm an average person. I see this. It's a slap in the face. Oh, absolutely. I think in the long or the short of it is. Um, it has a major this, impact, Alan. This this isn't going to be. <clears throat> this isn't going to be another aha moment, but it, because one, here's the thing, too. Here's here's the thing too. You really wanted to just if you really just want to pull it apart. Again, I like to look at every side, whether it's play devil's advocate or just look at it from every angle. I just I can't help myself. No, let's do it. Let's break it down. They were if he if at the time obviously he had access to it when he was vice president. If he had access to it, his chief of staff had access to it. If his chief of staff had access to it. Who knows how many president, vice presidential staff members could have had access to it, okay? okay? Now, we all know that it was there. We all know maybe information. I mean, they're saying there's information in regards to intelligence information in regards to Ukraine, Iran, and the UK. Whether the China was – if China was interested in stuff like, like that, maybe Iran, whatever it is, it is. Maybe that's the case. Okay, prove it. Now, the big thing is, why were they there? Was, was there, in fact, a law broken, which I, I, would, I would say probably, that Good these classified documents are in an unsecure area, in an unsecure facility, and they were there since this guy was vice president, which was a long time ago. Yep. Who else saw these documents? But surprisingly, also, that these documents were there the entire time without being noticed. These documents were there the entire time without being noticed and taken. So, and 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 they're pertaining to Ukraine and like like what what information pertaining like Ukraine wasn't a big threat back then except for Joey Pagadola. It was a threat, but there was always intelligence. There's intelligence for everything. But remember what his dealings in Ukraine. As vice president, maybe there's just intelligence information on there about Ukraine that would benefit him for whatever reason because of business dealings in Ukraine. Yeah, I mean, it could have been could could be classified information about Poroshenko and and the prosecutor that he got fired. It could it could be tons and different things. Um, but it's very interesting that it comes out now when they're the the new Congress is about to start committees and start looking in. 
to Joe Biden and his crimes that pertain to the Hunter Biden laptop, because there are crimes that have to deal with Burisma and what he did with Poroshenko. And the if you don't leave now and if you don't fire him, I'm not giving you the money and I leave in six hours kind of thing. All of those things have to have to do with the, the information that he was ha- having in his office in an unsecured location at UPenn that China's that, that, that it appears that China is paying millions of dollars, top dollar to have access to. I, I don't know why they, uh, they wouldn't. No, I hundred percent. I agree. So I, I think it's very interesting that it's coming out now, right when that's happening. And Donald Trump made a statement about it. And he says, wow, the Biden think tank is funded by China. China. Also, a VP cannot declassify documents which are covered by Federal Records Act, which is criminal and much tougher than the Presidential Records Act, which is not criminal. A president, me, can declassify. How much more information has China been given? And Donald Trump seems to go along with the assumption that China is paying all of that money for the information that Joey Bag of Donuts is storing. At, of course at, he is. Of course it is. <laughs> it's, uh, I, I, but it's it, like I said, it's a fair assumption. It's a very, it very. Is. It is. It is. I'm not saying it's not. It's I just I want to know. I, I want to know more. And I want to know why they were there. And I, I think they should. I think they should be questioning everyone surround everyone that worked for the vice president. When Joe Biden was vice president at that time. Every single person should be questioned. Now, the DOJ is looking into it right now. Uh, a, a, a Trump-appointed judge uh, is, is is looking into it. Um, I'm going to see what they come back with. And I, I'd imagine maybe some members of Congress are going to have some, some questions. And if they do get that opportunity and they can question people, whoever – I don't even know who Joe Biden's chief of staff was when he was uh, vice president. I forget who it was, but – Whoever those people are that surrounded him, they should be immediately questioned. Yes. And of course, they're all going to, I do not recall. I don't know. And you're going to get all of that, which whatever it is, what it is. I don't think we're ever going to know. But I think the biggest issue here is crushing the narrative that Donald Trump stole documents. They had a whole thing. I watched it earlier. We don't have it, but um, on the View today, and oh, Joy, yeah, and Joy, yeah, Joy, Joy ah. Bayar went off about how the big lie and this is all going to be spinned because of Donald Trump, and you know what Joe Biden did wasn't. It's not the same thing. Like, well, that she's like she said she's like well we know Joe Biden's a good guy. He's a good man, and he he's not a liar. He's not, he's not a liar and a thief, and. Donald Trump is a is a terrible human being, and we know he's a liar and a thief and a cheat. <laughs> That's what she that was her she reasoning. Got, she got paid to say that. Yeah, that was her reasoning. That was literally her reasoning as to why it's to, two totally different different things. Failing to mention the fact that we've been staying this the fact that we've been stating multiple times that it's completely legal for Donald Trump to do what he did, and completely illegal for Joe Biden to do what he did as the vice president, and Joe Biden was bold enough to come up and make a statement today. First, people know I take classified uh, documents and classified information seriously. 
When my lawyers were clearing out my office at the University of Pennsylvania, they set up an office for me, secure office in the Capitol, when I, the four years after being vice president, I was a professor at Penn. Uh, they found some documents in a box, in a locked cabinet, or at least a closet. And as soon as they did, closet. they realized there were several classified documents in that box. And they did what they should have done. They immediately called the archives, immediately called the archives, turned them over to the archives, and I was briefed about this discovery and surprised to learn that there were any government records that were taken there to As he office. reads his notes. But I don't know what's in the documents. I've, my lawyers have not suggested I ask what documents they were. I've turned over the boxes. They've turned over the boxes to the archives, and we're cooperating fully, cooperating fully with the review, and which I hope will be finished soon. And uh, we'll be, more be finished tomorrow at that time. No, we found nothing, guys. No good. It was just some fluff information. It, it's it's no big deal. You know, it was about the ghost of Kiev and, and his his origins. <laughs> and Snake Island and all of the soldiers. Well, again, again, if the DOJ fails to find anything, I'm hoping that the uh, Republican Congress will form a committee about that and look into why, where, maybe subpoena um, the attorneys that, that found it, the people involved that found it. And again, I would go for as far as back and whoever is still around, whoever worked for Joe Biden on his staff as vice president at that time, um, I would I would call him in for question. The real question is, Alan, this is the real question. Why hasn't the FBI raided Joey Bag of Donuts' house or, or, or office at UPenn? Well, Why haven't they shown up and said, hey, let's just go through your son's stuff. Oh, Hunter, let's go look at Hunter Biden's room. Because he's because he's a sitting president. I mean, that's a pretty easy answer. I, I, I know this. I was saying. <laughs> but, but a lot of people are asking that in, in reality. And, you know, he's a sitting president. You know, it is, it, 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 it's, it is I, what it I, is. It is what it is. But, but at the same, at the same time, Donald Trump, they should have never raided Donald Trump Mar-a-Lago. Like it should have never happened. No, it shouldn't have happened. But He's you know, former president, it's the first time that was never done before. But I'm and glad it did. I'm right now today. I'm glad it did. I am too. I, it, it backfired big time. And th- when it happened, this is exactly the thing that we were talking about on air is how it's going to backfire big time and majorly. And it's continuing to do so. And it's it's going to be a major hang up for them going forward, because if this documentation uh, is pertaining to Ukraine and Iran and China actually did, in fact, pay for it and Congress does form an investigation, this is not a good thing for Joey Bag of Donuts. Like it, it is a it is a crime to do what he did. And uh, further exposes China's involvement in how uh, the now president's office is compromised and owned by China. Well, I mean, we we knew that. We can already know. make that assumption as well. That's we a very January twentieth. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we knew that exactly, exactly. So, uh, Alan, it was another fun Tuesday. Um, Banging up another episode of We the People Radio. We'll be back on Friday. Friday, Freedom Friday, 9 p.m. Eastern. 9 p.m. Eastern. We're talking some human trafficking down at the border. Uh, about Joey Bagadonis' visit down to the border and how it's a complete sham and shit show. And he put on this nice, they went on a nice stroll on the border with all these border. Yeah, it was such nonsense. It was, 
I mean, he spent three hours there. He spent more time, more time parading trannies through the White House doing TikTok videos than he did going to a secure area, most of which was spent at a border patrol facility parking lot and a little, a little, a little uh, a stroll by Donald Trump's big, beautiful wall. Um, and then that was it. He was back on a plane. And now he's in Mexico and he has the Mexican president blowing him, thanking him. Oh, thank you for halting the wall. Oh, and between, yeah. you know, the, the, the three amigos over there, they're, uh, you know, they want to come up with some website and some app that migrants can use to uh, to apply for uh, asylum so they can let 30,000 people a month into the country, plus all the millions that are coming in illegally so that they can go ahead and literally um, – <clears throat> excuse me, work their way uh, to a um, uh, amnesty bill, which th- this I think is there is, is his going to be his big um, his big baby for 2024 um, because the Senate there were senators while this was all happening, they're all starting to promote uh, this amnesty for illegal aliens and that was one of the the, the trip to the Mexico border like mm-hmm. the, the start of it. And More they, votes. What they're going to try to do? More votes for the Democratic Party. Um, they're going to try. They're going to try. Oh, of course they're going to try, Alan. Of course, we expect nothing less from these fucks. Um, what I want to close out on real quick, though, is good news is Demar Hamlin. There are photos of him uh, sitting up in his hospital bed. Uh, very good news. I'm glad I was wrong about that, uh, and he is alive and 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 okay. Um. So I pray that he. Continue. I don't know. You sure? You sure it's not a clone? I don't know. We know how the CIA. We know the. CIA, have you ever seen? We played the video yeah. about the CIA masks and yeah, how they operate. You're absolutely right. But I was just kidding. I don't but think. Again, it, but, but 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 again, uh, I'm just thankful that he's alive and we didn't watch somebody die on national TV and have a heart attack. A 24 year old kid, um, and uh, as, as sad as You're it not is, as cynical as I am. No, I'm not. I'm not. I, uh, you know, I'm really not. But you could see the mainstream media already coming out and spinning it. Here's all the articles. The inevitable grotesque effort to blame vaccines and Damar Hamlin's collapse. Vaccines almost certainly didn't cause it. Oh, I turned Damar Hamlin on field collapse into a vile conspiracy theory. Like over and over and over and over again. Yeah. How it wasn't, wasn't the vaccine. Meanwhile, more and more people, more and more athletes are dropping dead. This newscaster literally just faints on air. Do you see this this fucking girl? Yeah, Canadian, and she put out a statement, and she was also one who got jabbed. She she got jabbed, and she was all proud about it on our social media. She put out a statement saying specifically that she's been receiving a lot of hatred because of this conspiracy, and, and my, my medical issues are private. But I can assure you this was not from the COVID-19 vaccine. Sure. 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 Isn't some 18-year-old MMA star just dropped dead? Yeah. Some basketball yeah. player just dropped dead. Yep. There it's 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 happening left and right. And I think it's going to get worse and, and so worse. Listen, thousands of people, thousands of people are gonna die in 2023, very young, and it's all because of climate change. Yep. Man bear pig is here. Well, I'm here to tell you now, Man Bear Pig is very real, and he most certainly exists. 
So it was a lot of fun. Alan, we'll be back on Friday to talk some human trafficking. We got uh, Jason Frank joining us. Hopefully Brandy's able to stop in. Uh, one of our favorite listeners of the show. She's tuning in tonight. Um, and uh, to talk about what they're doing with staying in the light, staying in the fight and uh, the work they're doing down on the border. Uh, Cause they're doing amazing work down there. So we'll, we'll, we'll catch up with them on Friday. Come join us. Uh, 9 PM Eastern. Come and hang out. Me and Alan gang banging on the government as always. I'll be back tomorrow morning, bright and early with my friend Garrett uh, talking positivity. Uh, so positivity. Alan's going to come and hang out with us and, and, and talk some positivity. One of Wednesdays, I'm going to come into, I'm going to come into winning Wednesdays and show everyone what fucking losers the both of you are on winning Wednesday. Yep. That's exactly what he's going to do. He's going to just <laughs> shit, shit on us and make us feel like pieces of shit on everything. By the end of, by the, end of the episode, I'm going to be hanging in the background. Cause I'm going to, I'm going to want to kill myself. Cause Alan Garrett's going to be setting himself on fire on camera. You're going to be hanging yourself. It's going to be like that, that, uh, that movie, that old movie airplane where the guy tells the same story and everybody it's suicide. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it's going to be. Exactly what it's going to be. Uh, shout out to our sponsors, my page cigars, my page cigars.com. Kush creams, Kush creams.com and serious CBD at serious dash CBD.com. Go pick up yours today. Code WPR USA, 15% off your orders. Really appreciate everybody that listens. We'll be back soon. Alan, it was a lot of fun. Till next time, guys. Where we go, one. See you. Our movement is about replacing a failed and corrupt political establishment with a new government controlled by you, the American people. The Washington establishment and the financial and media corporations that fund it exist for only one reason, to protect and enrich itself. The establishment has trillions of dollars at stake in this election. For those who control the levers of power in Washington and for the global special interest, they partner with these people that don't have your good in mind. Our campaign represents a true existential threat like they haven't seen before. This is not simply another four-year election. This is a crossroads in the history of our civilization that will determine whether or not we, the people, reclaim control over our government. The political establishment that is trying to stop us is the same group responsible for our disastrous trade deals, massive illegal immigration, and economic and foreign policies that have bled our country dry. The political establishment has brought about the destruction of our factories and our jobs as they flee to Mexico, China, and other countries all around the world. It's a global power structure that is responsible for the economic decisions that have robbed our working class, stripped our country of its wealth, and put that money into the pockets of a handful of large corporations and political entities. This is a struggle for the survival of our nation. And this will be our last chance to save it. This election will determine whether we're a free nation or whether we have only the illusion of democracy, but are in fact controlled by a small handful of global special interests rigging the system, and our system is rigged. This is reality. You know it, they know it, I know it, and pretty much the whole world knows it. The Clinton machine 
is at the center of this power structure. We've seen this firsthand in the WikiLeaks documents in which Hillary Clinton meets in secret with international banks to plot the destruction of U.S. sovereignty in order to enrich these global financial powers, her special interest friends, and her donors. Honestly, she should be locked up. The most powerful weapon deployed by the Clintons is the corporate media, the press. Let's be clear on one thing. The corporate media in our country is no longer involved in journalism. They're a political special interest, no different than any lobbyist or other financial entity with a total political agenda. And the agenda is not for you, it's for themselves. Anyone who challenges their control is deemed a sexist, a racist, a xenophobe. They will lie, 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 and then again, they will do worse than that. They will do whatever is necessary. The Clintons are criminals, remember that. This is well documented, and the establishment that protects them has engaged in a massive cover-up of widespread criminal activity at the State Department and the Clinton Foundation in order to keep the Clintons in power. They knew they would throw every lie they could at me and my family and my loved ones. They knew they would stop at nothing to try to stop me. Nevertheless, I take all of these slings and arrows gladly for you. I take them for our movement so that we can have our country back. I knew this day would arrive. It's only a question of when. And I knew the American people would rise above it and vote for the future they deserve. The only thing that can stop this corrupt machine is you. The only force strong enough to save our country is us. The only people brave enough to vote out this corrupt establishment is you, the American people. Our great civilization has come upon a moment of reckoning. I didn't need to do this, folks, believe me. I built a great company and I had a wonderful life. I could have enjoyed the fruits and benefits of years of successful business deals and businesses for myself and my family, instead of going through this absolute horror show of lies, deceptions, malicious attacks. Who would have thought? I'm doing it because this country has given me so much, and I feel so strongly that it's my turn to give back to the country that I love. I'm doing this for the people and for the movement, and we will take back this country for you, and we will make America great again.